Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. All right, we did a podcast. I always say we, like there's lots of us, but I guess I can't consider you guys who are all listening part of my we because it's like a group thing that we have going on. And probably because um, I'm thinking of you guys who are listening while I'm doing my podcast. And one of the things I asked about last week was... I decided to do a different format with the podcast, which was uh, my higher purpose learning group. I have a bunch of uh, people who are in that group who ask me a lot of questions. And we have lovely Lydia and Brian in there who are who are in there um, when I'm not in there. I try to be in there as much as possible, answering questions and sending you guys to my um, podcast and YouTube videos and all that. But anyways, um, there's a lot of questions that I'd noticed lately that I thought would be super cool to answer on a podcast because I can go in there and answer each individual one, but I feel like more people can benefit if I can sort of put it in a podcast. Plus, I feel like I can get my point across when I'm trying to answer your questions better if I put it in a podcast. Anyways, I asked to see what did you guys think of the format. I will still do some of my other regular podcasts. In fact, I have a couple that I need to do. I probably should have done the one on the wolf moon earlier. Um, And I have one that I want to do on moon children, moon child, or a moon child or moon children. And so I will do some of my regular ones, but I didn't want to skip this week, so I wanted to kind of finish out Um, some of the questions that I had in my Higher Purpose Learning Group. For those of you who do not know what the Higher Purpose Learning Group or you're new to listening, I'm not going to get into the creation very much again like I did last week, but uh, I I have a, a group on Facebook that I call the Higher Purpose Learning Group. I've had it for years. It's a spirit community where everybody can go in and ask questions and you know, there's a lot of like minds in the group, in the higher purpose learning group. Anyways, in the group, there's a lot of different um, levels of spirituality going on. There's people who have just discovered gifts uh, and things like that. There's people who are more advanced, they're into readings. And that's what makes this group pretty cool as well, is I feel like it's a great place, whether you're newly beginning or you're advanced to get advice to get support it's a place where you can talk about things and not feel judged or worried that you know your family or friends are going to think you're nuts so (laughs) anyways uh enough about that we're going to start answering some more questions or i'm going to we there's that we again i'm going to start answering more questions for you guys on some topics that were in the group if you're new or not in the group i i always put the link below higher purpose learning, or you should be able to, I assume, go to Facebook and type in higher purpose learning, Jennifer O'Neill. I'm assuming it'll take you there, but I always try to put the links up. So that being said, let's get started. There's some good questions in here again, and I hope you guys did all fare well with the um, wolf moon. I was, I I really need to do a podcast on that, but uh, just to touch on that for like a millisecond. It, that that wolf moon energy was is, was very aggressive energy um, and so I noticed a lot of people around uh, 
who are not normally aggressive or edgy really being affected by that moon and so they had kind of an aggressive uh, behavior going on where you know where they weren't normally like that so if you had that happen give those people a little bit of a break uh, that should be settling down a little bit I want to go in like I said and talk a little bit more about that because I want to get into also one of these podcasts I have so many ideas you guys since I like had a break I have like ideas for podcasts just like milling around nonstop. Anyways, I want to get into talking more about why if you're sensitive, well, and if you're not, because it affects people who do not think that they are sensitive. Uh, The lunar cycles affects them a lot. So I want to kind of talk a little bit more about uh, why that that happens and and what you might feel with the lunar cycles and why you would want to pay close attention to that (laughs) also. Um, we all in my family have a moon app that we downloaded called the moon. Um, it's besides that we can usually see the moon, but a lot of places, I think this time of year, you know, it's kind of cloudy, so it's hard for everyone to keep track of the moon. That's a good app to download and have with you to kind of, once things start feeling off, just check your moon app. Oh, and one other thing before I get into answering questions. I talked about a sleep app that I used last week, or I started to using. Love the sleep app for two different reasons. One is it's really helping me see how when I'm not grounding myself, not exercising and that sort of thing, what happens to my sleep. And two, I feel like it's actually making uh, me feel better, my physical health, my mental um, clarity and that sort of thing because I'm paying more attention to the sleep cycles and things that are affecting it before and after and and it's kind of makes you want to do good because they they give you like colored rings so you can get like a red one if you're not doing so well a, a yellow one if you're kind of like eh, not you're still not there and a green one if you're, you want the green one so like it makes you kind of strive to do better it's the same reason that I use the um, activity app on my my watch uh, simply for the fact of I know because I'm such a sensitive person uh, that I but I'm also such a busy person and this is where I think all this can help those of you who are out just like you know picking up kids and running them to all their stuff they got to go to or just working and um, you know having your social schedule uh, filled and you know trying to do laundry and like eat <laughs> so the, for th- those of you out there who are really busy they are really the coolest reminders they I I feel like people don't utilize them enough and it's super helpful especially when you can physically or energetically be affected when you're not paying attention because let's face it we all just blow everything off including myself so okay we're gonna get into the um questions here I'm gonna uh, do first names so that you guys in the higher purpose learning group will know when I answer a question also when I post the podcast I'm trying to tag you guys so that you can go back and go oh yeah okay that was my question that was being answered so there was two questions in the group and I've had a lot of these by the way on the chi meditation I get a lot of questions on the chi meditation. That's one of my favorite meditations that I put up. Um, If you don't have it, I don't believe it's on iTunes if you're listening to me on iTunes. 
but I do, I know it's on YouTube and that chi meditation is being downloaded like a lot. So it's one of my favorites. The reason it was designed was to help those raise their vibration. And it was also to help you sort of strengthen your energy field when you start becoming sensitive and when you start um, using your abilities or if you are already a reader or a healer. One of the things that I notice that causes a, a huge problem for people is not strengthening their energy field. And there's a lot of different reasons that this happens. Um, empaths have a really hard time with it. And I notice that a lot of people tend to almost use the excuse of I'm sensitive so I can't do this or I can't do that and like um, these things affect me or that those people affect me that while that is true I just want to be like no no mm -mm. you're not going to become a victim to your gifts Abs no no that doesn't work for me that's not gonna work for you if you follow me at all I'm not down with that um, we have gifts and we can be really powerful users of our gifts we, we it, and you know what you want to know why I've taken that stance and it's not because I'm kind of you know like harsh in my teaching it's because I learned very young in the metaphysical community that there was two routes to go even people who had been readers for a really long time uh, when I would do fairs, I used to run fairs. Uh, first I started doing them, then I was like, oh, I could do this better. So I started running them, which is really weird because I've thought about running one lately in here in Hawaii. But that's a whole nother podcast. Um, anyways, I, I didn't like the way that I noticed other of my colleagues would be like, oh, well, I can't do this, right? I have to be really guarded if I'm around that. And and I thought, why would you just, like, why would you, they almost came, how would I say, sort of, they almost would shelter themselves or cocoon themselves or, or use it for an excuse of why they couldn't go out afterwards and have a, have a dinner with everybody or why they couldn't read certain people. And I think that that's very crutchish. I, I think that that's um, not utilizing your gift to the the best of it, your ability that'd be like wanting to become a sprinter but saying oh I can only run on clay or asphalt or I can only run on grass like that's when I'm really good at running like if you're gonna be a sprinter wouldn't you want to learn how to adjust your shoes or your form or use the proper tools to be able to run the best of your ability if you're on grass or clay or concrete or asphalt like, that's the way that I always think. And I didn't want to be like that. That was really what hit me the hardest is I just, I was like, no, I, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to, I don't want to have to be, feel weak, you know, w with my gifts. I don't want my gifts to make me feel like I, I'm not a strong person at what I'm doing. I'm not strong when, when I'm sensitive, that I have to be very careful of all these environmental things. Ah, ugh, I, even thinking about it just makes me feel like, ah. So that being said, I learned that I didn't have to be that way, 100%, absolutely not. 
Um, you know, but if you decide that, you know, you want to be a weightlifter and you don't practice all the proper things and you only weightlift once a month and then you pull a muscle, I mean, you know, there you go. So I practiced raising my energy field and making it stronger. And I thought there's no reason, and I would have dreams about it though. And my guides would come in and they would show me different things about strengthening your energy field. And I realized there was no reason that my energy couldn't be stronger than those who I'm around in a way that creates a buffer, okay? That is a very, very long story to how I created the chi meditation. It was shown to me that was part of the whole thing. It helps to raise your vibration. And um, there's a purpose behind it. It's to put that buffer between you. It's to really get you to feel how to strengthen your energy field. That being said, it's a super powerful meditation. I thought for myself, I thought, well, wow, this is amazing. But then everybody started doing it. And then I had, or not everybody, but you know. So a bunch of people started doing it. And then they started going, whoa, this is like crazy. Like I'm feeling all these certain ways. And so when they started like kind of going, whoa, I'm finding I'm feeling this way or that way. Or are you guys experiencing this? I realized it was really powerful for everybody and uh, there apparently needs to be a little bit more explanation on the things that can happen with that. Hence the two next questions. Um, Dolores, she says, um, as previously stated, love the Chi meditation, couple of questions. I found that if I focus um, on the words and Jennifer's voice, instead of focusing on what's supposed to be happening, more happens. Um, does that make sense? Uh, with the chi energy, I don't feel the way she describes it, but I kind of sense it and I can feel this force pushing my head back. Anyone else? You guys may not all experience it that's the same way. In fact, I'd be surprised if you all experience it the same way because our gifts are all different and we're all at different levels and, and the way that you're going to utilize the meditation is going to be different. The keys to that is... Does it make you feel good? Can you can you feel and tune into the energy that you're feeling you're pulling through, the strength? Concentrate and feel the strength of the energy and concentrate and feel how can you can manipulate it and push it and move it. That's what I want you to concentrate on. I think with all guided meditations, what you really want to do is focus on the words and the voice instead of what's happening, the after stuff you'll feel later, you know, you'll kind of, that's kind of the bonus. And then after you learn the, the guided words and, and listen to the voice many times over, you'll kind of have that part down and then you'll kind of be able to redirect your focus to what your body might be feeling at the time. But it's all about feel. Everything in the metaphysical world is about feel. You are, you are learning to tune into energy and energy how you can read it is, is by feeling it. And so, um, yes, I've heard actually that happening. Dolores is I've been feeling, or I've heard of it feeling, um, pushes in the head one way or the other. That's pretty common. Um, la, la vang, I believe. I'm not really sure if I have that right. Um, she was talking also about the chi meditation, uh, decided to do uh, meditation tonight as opposed to normal routine using 
my chi meditation and she said after I finished body felt so strange I usually vibrate during meditation and it calms down when I'm done but tonight my body feels like it's constantly chilled and vibrating even without the meditation I'm jumping literally I had to ask my spirit guide to help shut down and that helped um, also tonight felt like my head was prickly neck shoulders felt like kind of heavy everything was separating um, my head was also hurting when I came out of the meditation. It was so intense. And she says, even though I'm feeling the vibration, though it's calming down, look, even now I'm feeling the vibration, it's calming down. So that also I've heard before uh, from other people, but that can happen when, first of all, that's a relaxing feeling for me. When I raise my vibration so high that I'm vibrating, for some reason that makes me very zen. It makes my whole entire being feel, feel very relaxed, which we will talk about. Hopefully, I will get to this other post that we will talk about with someone else who would raise their vibration in a, in a different way, but they're new to the spiritual stuff. And so I'm, I'm assuming that everybody's going to react differently now that I'm reading a couple different ones where you know, when you raise your vibration, you're feeling that vibrating. I think some people might make them feel anxious. Other people's might make them feel calm. So I, I think that that's going to be an individual thing where um, you're going to, you know, if you're a little scared and freaked out by it, it's going to make you feel anxious, 100%. If it doesn't freak you out, but you're just more observing the feeling, then you might be like, wow, this is kind of cool. And you might zen out with it, right? So that is going to be depending upon the person, but you definitely were raising your vibration enough, however, from all the other things that you were saying, that you started having a physical and spiritual, uh, energetic spiritual body and, and physical body separation. And basically what that means is you were going out of body more than you were in body. That does cause people more anxiety. Um, when they start to kind of come out of their physical body when they're meditating, when they start to reach into the room. And that is what I sort of teach in the Chi meditation. What I sort of guide you through is expanding your spiritual body into the room, expanding it beyond your physical body. That is part of the purpose because when you expand your energy field, that creates that barrier around you and you're, and you're gaining like big muscle, energetic muscle strength. Imagine like buffing up muscle, muscle like, like lifting a lot of weights. So that's why you're expanding your energy into the room. You're expanding it out. So you were expanding into the room, but in a way that you were not feeling grounded any longer. So what you would do in something like that is you would definitely want to do some grounding afterwards. Um, anything where you're feeling shaky, you're feeling the vibration that is not making you feel good if it's making you feel anxious or whatever. Uh, showers, cold water on the back of the neck, uh, incense, walking outside, and, you know, just being out in nature, eating. Eating is very grounding. Your digestive system starts going. That grounds you back into your body. Uh, things like that. So, Levant, if you're um, having that happen often or during the day or whatever after meditation, you need to ground after. You need to ground more and ground harder. Exercise would be my best suggestion because as I've talked about before exercise is like grounding on steroids it like really pulls you back into body quick um, as far as the prickly stuff and the neck and shoulder that's your um, uh, chakras opening so 
you just want to imagine them closing counterclockwise. So imagine them like a big flower. That's what that prickly open feeling is. And then imagine that prickly open center closing up and then wrap it. Imagine wrapping it with something counterclockwise. That will close that down. Also, cold water closes that down. Massage will close it down. Um, lotion, like a scenty lotion. Um, have somebody rub it and have them try to do it counterclockwise. That helps. Although it doesn't matter. You can have it done anyway, but if you're really trying to close it, that, that's helpful. Um, Michelle says she has been wanting to get some information on a similar dream she keeps having. having. She's been listening to my podcast trying to get more insight i'm not sure michelle if you listen to the dream podcast maybe maybe not but even so sometimes when people listen to the dream podcast i have the 10 categories they start going yeah i'm not really sure though which category this fits into so but i thought this was a good one as i become lucid in the dream i end up standing my in the front yard of my childhood home watching a weird uh, aircraft hover over me and then taking off since I've had this dream several times now I just want to know what the heck is going on why I can't remember anything before being dropped off am I actually traveling somewhere this is a dimensional shift dream this is um, something that doesn't happen to everybody but when if you're a, a star child or um, oh I guess I was trying to think of another word for that but anyways if you're a star child and what that means, Michelle, is you've had other lifetimes on other planets. Um, you've had other lifetimes in uh, other realms, other dimensions, which the majority of people who are sensitive, I, I rarely come across people who are primarily, you know, based in our area. Um, that is really common for people who have men lived many lifetimes in other dimensions. And so what is happening is you're actually connecting in with other dimensional energy um, and other dimensional beings and whatnot. Like so when somebody has a spirit contract contact dream, when you are um, dreaming about, you know, visiting with grandma or whatever the case may be, visiting with whoever, loved ones, passed over, guides, whatever, you can also have contact with other alien type beings or beings from other dimensions and they will come to you in other types of forms usually the way that you can tell is you will start seeing intergalactic activity um, you may look up and see um, uh, different galaxies different stars uh, different star patterns I talk about that in some of my master classes that we've gone over um, if you're interested in the master class, I usually put those down below or the mentorship classes. Um, so you will see different galaxy type stuff than when you normally look up. You'll see, and it's not like they're different. It's like you will see more. So like if you look up in the regular sky, you see the regular stars and everything. If you're having actual where you're seeing and, and, and shifting in, in other dimensions and you're having other dimension contact, you'll look up and you'll see more layers of stars and galaxy up there so it'll be like there'll be triple as many stars and whatnot and you'll see different patterns and you'll see different starcraft it's really kind of cool um, so usually you can tell by that and you can tell because they have an alien type theme to them what what people would consider in this lifetime like alien type contact um, now why you wouldn't remember 
would be the same reason that why you might not remember if you go into the Hall of Records or the Akashic Records or whatever, because you actually uh, talk with these people, you get information, you trade information, you, you have uh, learning experiences going on, and it's stuff that you've downloaded that you don't really need to translate into this lifetime um, through your dream. You, you will wake up with the knowledge, and when you, and when you need to use it, it'll be there. But everybody always gets frustrated. They're like, well, I went into the, this place that looked like a library and the pages were blank and I didn't learn anything and I'm just, oh, I'm so bummed, I, you know. And I'm like, oh, you learned something. You just don't know, your, your mind doesn't know how to translate that information to something that you know that exists right now in your lifetime. You've gained information and downloaded it. Imagine it like you're at the internet, you're Google or something. Somebody has uploaded information to your Google your spirit Google, and you are going to have access to it when you need. So don't worry about that part. So yes, Michelle, you are traveling somewhere. You are That is an, a type of astral travel. You are having contact. Um, you are having an interdimensional contact. Uh, if you think about it, you're probably going to realize that you also have a strong connection um, or in, a strong interest in other planet stuff, alien type stuff. Um, you probably might see movies that trigger, um, like different movies like Thor, Star Wars, whatever, um, that you might see movies that trigger a really nice feeling for you that you're like, wow, that's kind of cool. Or you might like that type of stuff. Um, that's because you're definitely a star child. Okay. So Thomas, let's see for about two years. Oh, this is kind of interesting for about two years now. I see white flash on the right side of my eye when there's a def death of a family member. Lately, I see the white flashes without a death. The only time I've seen black flashes is when someone died unexpectedly right in front of me. It was a co-worker before he came to work. I saw bugs and rats on my desk, but no one ever saw it. I can also hear a rattle sound the day of his death. And uh, What does this mean? Any advice what to do? Yes, Thomas, stop tuning into it so much on the negative factor. Absolutely. Um, something, some, here's the thing. If you're seeing these things and you, it, it seems to me that the, what's getting your attention is the negative side of things, the negative part of your gift, the negative energy stuff, um, the lower vibration stuff that also indicates to me that you have a gift and ability outside of this. But that's stuff you're ignoring. So you're most likely ignoring things that don't have like a very like, whoa, I can totally prove this or wow, that definitely happened because you're probably going to go, well, who cares that I just seen that that um, girl was going to, you know, walk out and forget something and come back. Who cares that like that probably doesn't have a significant impact. And so you tend to be paying more attention to the really strong stuff. Um, it's also natural for some people to want to tune into more of a negative or lower vibration of things, which would be things like people passing or whatever, because truthfully, even if you're a really good reader, it doesn't do you a whole lot of good to see somebody's death that's going to happen soon and then be like, um, you know, you're, what are you going to do? You're not going to go up and tell these people, right? 
and for you to try to figure that whole thing out that's just rough so what I would suggest you do if you're having more of the mediumship stuff and that's where you're interested on the Passover type stuff I would suggest that you start maybe trying to tune into other ones loved ones for other people who have passed over and seeing what kind of pictures and images you can get on those people who have already passed um, not concentrating on the transition part or what might happen um, the other thing because you're seeing a lot of low vibration stuff you really need to practice a lot of protection like really need to practice it you need to be starting to pull in white light you need to be not messing around with just meditations of any kind you need to make sure that you're very specifically guiding your guides and any uh, spirits around you that they must be of high vibration you need to start putting up protection as far as that goes and that will go with come with instruction it will come with meditation it will come with um, prayer different things there's a whole bunch of rituals you need to do clearing and that sort of thing so too many low vibrations coming into your circle the gift is there they tend to be holding on to you you want to make sure that you instruct them not to have contact with you not to be showing you things you can't do anything about so my advice to anybody else not to freak anybody else out things should be making you feel good when you're working with your gifts you should be feeling positive you should be feeling happy you should now that's not always going to happen but i'm saying for the rule of thumb you should be feeling more positive more often than you're not okay and you when you're this is i i know i keep talking about this i'm gonna talk about it again this is why getting proper uh, guidance mentoring instruction is imperatively important Thomas you'd be a good person to get in my psychic ability class um, for others who are out there this is why you don't want to just be contacting spirits and developing your gift on a whim you want guidance you want training um, you want to understand how to work with things like this and if you don't know what to do and you don't have the money or whatever go get keys to the spirit world it has a lot of protection stuff in there it's the book i wrote you can find it on amazon i think it's like 2.99 or something ebook um, super cheap there's an audio version um, that will get you on the right track starting to uh, protect yourself raise the vibration of the spirits around you for all others especially if you're in my class i think i'm going to do spirit communication class in march watch for that I'm not going to have a ton of slots open. I'm only going to do like 20, I think. Um, it's going to be first come, first serve. And I'm really going to, I'm going to do a Zoom class where you guys are actually, um, we're doing one on, like you're going to be able to see me. You're going to be able to be in class. It's it, We're going to really dissect the spirit communication stuff. Okay, Bree. Uh, this is fun. I love this question. So basically... I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a little bit long. But I, what happens if you choose a mate that, and you're not really spiritually aligned? Um, she loves her better half, completely accepts her, but has zero understanding. She broke out a, a new tarot set. He asked her to do a reading or give him a daily reading and um, then verify it with the book. So she did. She was very accurate. Then he looks at her and says, Think of a number and send it to me. She said, I did, and he guessed it. We did that many times, and almost every time he guessed it correctly. Then I told him to clear his mind, 
look for a letter, um, he guessed the letter as well. I told, then I told him to clear his mind and look for a letter. He guessed that as letter as well. I'm assuming that she was thinking of a letter. He guessed it because that's kind of word to word. She said, but I couldn't see the numbers and the letters he was thinking and trying to send to me. Why? It truly drove me insane. That's awesome. I mean, not for you, Brie. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you were frustrated. That's what I mean. So uh, just because that he has zero understanding uh, doesn't mean that he's not super into, like, has really good gifts. I've seen this happen really quite often. In fact, my brother's gifts are very high, and he pretends like he has no gifts. So um, it's I've run into many people that have a really strong intuitive psychic sense and they're just like oh no that doesn't I've just that's I just knew that or that just that just happens or they they like completely deny 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 part of it is because a lot of those people sometimes when they've had things happen they've sort of shut it down really quick they may or may not remember as adults they may have done it when they were kids but also because a lot of those people have lived their life like me where they kind of think everybody can do these things you know like uh, this is just the way it goes what do you mean it's not like I have a gift it's just life like don't you have this like unless you're actually discussing it with people uh, especially men men are really good at this which is something that I want to get into with one of this one of these other um, questions here men tend to not discuss their gifts or they tend to they tend to be a lot more cautious of what other people think of them if they have gifts and that becomes part of who that they are they they they're a lot more cautious of showing that side of themselves because it's interestingly enough you would think it would be women but men tend to care a lot more about their appearance to others as far as people thinking that they're nuts or crazy with you know like ability stuff or whatever they're definitely a lot more concerned about how people view them so they tend to shut their gifts down a lot or not explore them or be like yeah it's no big deal whatever you know we've done this or I've been doing this so um, Bree that's super common he has a high ability he's just kind of blowing it off not training with it but I have a sneaking suspicion Bree that he actually knows more about his gift than you guys have talked about. And if you asked him, I bet you he would say, oh, yeah, I know I can do this and I know I can do that. But he will blow it off as no big deal. So ask him. Ask him what he's done or what type of things happen to him that he knows. So what do you do, you know? What happens to you that, like, do you do the, like, Weird things will happen with people who can do stuff like that. Like, he'll always know what his, his grocery bill would be. Like, a number would be or something. Like, if you go shoot cash out on something, you'll know it's like $102 and it'll be like $102.22 or something. He, he knows more than he's le leading on. Um, he's just underplaying it. Anyways, so that leads me to Brian, uh, who is new in the Higher Purpose Learning Group. Welcome, Brian. And I liked this um, post because I think that this happens to a lot of people. I was uh, led here on my spiritual quest for knowledge because years ago so many things were happening to me that I couldn't explain or articulate. I've been having this 
Intense ringing frequency in my ears still do. Seems to get louder. I can't explain. Now I'm just going to cut into here. I believe that he was directed to, and if you haven't been Brian or other people who are having that, I've done literally an entire podcast on the ringing on the ears and what's that hap what's happening with your vibration as it's raising. Um, so definitely you want to check that out. If anybody else is having the ringing in the ears, it is on YouTube. I think it's on iTunes too, but just go check out the ringing in your ears podcast. Like that's been downloaded a bazillion times or listened to, um, uh, several times a couple years ago a or, and a couple of nights ago, I asked her projected myself, which scared me because I didn't know what was going on and what I was experiencing. I relaxed, pushed my mind. Um, I relaxed and pushed my mind to leave the body and in bed and left out and saw this grayish, wispy looking thing moving into it and scared me back into myself. And I'm only laughing because this happened recently too. <clears throat> my son's girlfriend who I talk about <laughs> often and this is also something that's super common uh, with those who are newbies and learning to tune into their development and learning to um, so basically what you guys are all doing Brian what's happening to you and what's happening to others that this is if you're listening out there and what's happening to my son's girlfriend um, is you are becoming in tune with the spiritual side of yourself the more that you become in tune with that the more uh these types of things you feel see and you're aware of you're aware of your ability to tune into energy you're aware of your ability to leave your body you're more aware of energies that are out and around you hence the gray wispy things and so uh, when you begin to astro travel and when you're kind of not trained to feel the spirits that you see uh, the immediate reaction for the physical mind and your in your mindset you've been trained thus far is you actually will just tune into more of it from a physical standpoint which will make it look gray and wispy when you learn to tune in again we'll go over this a lot more in my spirit communication class but you will learn to be able to tune into the energy differently than most people think that you do. And then you'll start to get pictures on who and what this person is or what type of energy it is that you're experiencing at that time. And when people, a lot of people have um, physical imprints and knowledge of what they think spirits are. And as I've talked about it in some of my other like psychic classes and stuff, when you're translating energy in, back into your physical body, whether it be from a dream or whether it be from an astral travel, your brain needs to go through a Rolodex of information as, as the images begin to translate. Your brain needs to go through a Rolodex of information and slap a label of some type of knowledge that you have on it. So it needs to be go, oh, oh that was a person or oh, that was this or oh, that was, you know, um, grandma, or oh, that was whatever. It needs to be able to compartmentalize in the brain and come up with something in order for the translation to come out right. If it doesn't have any, if it goes through the Rolodex and goes, I don't know what that was, then it has no way to slap a label on it, so it does the next cl closest thing. A lot of people have seen scary movies and images of dark, gray, wispy type creatures or smoky things that's usually where the brain will go in the translation 
to bring it back until you learn to read energy with your spiritual body, which doesn't come from your eyes. It comes from more of the chest area when you're learning to read energy. So you reach out with that and then images come to your eyes. It's, it's like you had to retrain the way you see. It's, it's interesting. That's a whole nother thing, like I was telling you before. So, uh, brother's girl or son's girlfriend just recently had the same stuff as she has become a lot more um, spiritually aware. She was seeing things around the house, which is common because we have stuff always around our houses. And uh, she kept seeing it. She'd like see something out of the corner of her eye walk. Now, if anybody knows her, she is the biggest fraidy cat in the entire world. So, I mean, you cannot, I cannot walk up on her behind her and say her name without her screaming if she didn't hear you coming. Like, no joke. Like, I don't care if it's daytime, nighttime. You literally will give her a heart attack. So, uh, as she kind of kept seeing things all day, <laughs> she was not really mentioning it to us. And I walked in to say something to her into another room. And she screams and was just like, why'd you do that? I keep seeing things all day. I just, like... That's freaking me out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then she started saying how she'd seen somebody walk by the window. Nobody came in the house. She'd seen somebody walk across the room out of the corner where I thought it was one of us. Realized, turned, nobody was there. Um, this happens as you become more aware of your spiritual body. And I said, well, yeah, that's normal. I mean, this happens to everybody who is becoming more aware. No. I just want to be a normal child, she says. No, not me. I just want to be normal. So for some people, it freaks them out. For others, it's very, it can be very curious and interesting. Um, for her, for example, I could teach her easily to tune into who those people were. Um, most likely, she was seeing guides, her guide, and some other guides walking around, because uh, that is common around here in my house. And um, I could help her tune into that and be able to actually differentiate. But that's like more advanced stuff. So that's super common. And then the last thing is I have, um, Brian was also saying, I have been in this weird constant meditative, peaceful, almost um, orgasmic type feeling state, feeling a lot lately. Um, I'm feeling good because I'm gaining answers and confirmation and so excited and overflowing with energy to the point of distraction. Uh, so that is sort of that chi energy thing. And that's what I mean. That can, it, when you start raising your energy to the point of where you start to feel it, where we had one girl feeling very um, like uh, vibrating and nervous, we have Brian who's zenning out with this raising your vibration feeling. And so, Brian, you might actually really enjoy the chi meditation, which you can download. So, um, Brian is, he's newly developing. He is uh, becoming very aware of his spiritual body. And there's going to be a lot of those things that he's going to be experiencing. And um, as well as you guys, you may be one of those people. And you may be starting to experience um, a lot of different things. I have one more I want to get to. Um, and then I'm going to have to get to more of your guys' questions like next week. So um, Mindy says, is it possible or is there a reason why a positive entity or guide would show up as somebody still alive today that I'm very close to? 
um, this person is an energy worker and I've asked them if they ever tried to reach out to me energetically because I experienced that. They said they never do nor try. When I feel this energy, I discern it as positive, light, and good, but I'm totally confused of why it would feel like this person's energy. It makes me wonder if another entity is impersonating. Hope this makes sense. Great question. Usually if an en entity is impersonating, which that can happen, Mindy obviously is aware, um, usually you won't get a positive, light, good, high vibration feeling. You won't get that. If, if an entity feels like it's impersonating, a lot of times it will be more of somebody who you know, like you're saying you recognize this person's energy. But many times I notice that it comes through if it's like a, a mom, a dad, a brother, sis, whatever, somebody who's passed on, different types of thing, and they are feeling very judgmental towards you or they're feeling mad at you for some reason. That's almost always somebody impersonating and trying to make you feel worried or fearful or whatever. Um, but that this is not – this seems to be a case of this person who is um, alive her feeling their energy or feeling like they're trying to reach out to her. This happens to be a case, it feels to me like the energy worker person who is alive, their energy is actually extending to you, Mindy. Um, and energy workers can do that, light workers can do that, other people can do that too, but I notice it more with healers and light workers and energy workers. Um, I know that there are some top psychics and stuff who said that they'd actually. Uh, had people say you showed up at my place I seen you when they weren't there um, I've had people say that about me too that, that they can feel my energy really strong um, and that tends to I've actually people who know me like friends and family um, they'll be like your energy was so strong I called you and it's funny because many times I'll be really busy doing something. And I'll think, oh, I need to talk to so-and-so. The next thing you know, they call me and they'll be like, uh, I felt you really strong or like I felt like I needed to call you. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I needed to talk to you. So um, energy workers, you can tend to feel their energy and their presence. She may or may not be aware of it. Sometimes I'm aware of when I'm doing it. Other times people will just be like, whoa, Jen, like I could, you were totally around. And I'll be like, oh, really? Hmm, that's cool. Um, so she may or may not be aware of it, but that happens. Um, what, would, what would differentiate that from another one would be, like I said, um, the positivity and the light feeling uh, and the being familiar with her energy. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this as well. I still love the comments. Um, make sure that you let me know if you're enjoying where I'm answering your questions. I think this is kind of fun and different uh, for to do something different. Um, as always, uh, comment below. Love to hear your comments. Make sure to subscribe. Definitely subscribe if you want to um, know when I have new stuff, whether it be on iTunes or YouTube, because sometimes I'm a little inconsistent, as you guys know, but then you'll be informed um, when I have new stuff. Uh, also, if you're not in the Higher Purpose Learning Group, definitely want to get in there. Um, super cool place to be. Uh, also, I keep having these also's. I probably should have said and whatever. Anyways, um, I, the Psychic Ability class is still open. If you're interested, it's psychicabilityclass.com. I will be doing the Spirit Communication class soon. I believe I will be offering it to my students first. Um, and then I'm going to be talking about how to find out about that. Because I'm doing that one a little different. I'm going back to the grassroots. I want to be more involved one-on-one -on -one with my, my people. We still do the mentorship class. 
mentorship circle. Um, if you're interested in that, you can comment or ask or email Lydia li, li, at Lydia at Keys to, to the Spirit World. And that's where I do one-on-one um, -on -one Zoom classes once a month, too. They're master classes, and we go over some stuff in there. That's really fun. And it's really inexpensive for the classes. So um, those are some things. Oh, also super good stuff going on at spiritualgurubox.com. If you're interested in learning or, or buying metaphysical stuff, uh, or we just got the citrine back in. I need to do a video on that because that citrine is amazing. I absolutely love the citrine we get in. Like, I just want, don't even want to wrap it. I just want to, like, set it around my office and stuff. But the gemstone water bottles, those are a huge hit. I am just selling those like crazy. People are like, I love the vibration of these. If you hold one, it's they're amazing. They're glass water bottles with like a gemstone in them. Um, and you fill the water bottle. And the, the premise behind it is that the, it, and why I say the premise, because they've been being used for like hundreds of thousands of years, they've actually put gemstones in water. And then, and don't do that by yourself, by the way, unless you know the gemstone you're using is not toxic, because some of them are. The ones we sell, of course, are not. But the gemstones actually are supposed to change the molecules of the water or the vibration of the gemstone um, is has been believed to be passed into the water and then you consume the water, uh, which is then, you know, the vibration goes directly in the body. That being said, they're just cool. I mean, they are like, they feel, the gemstones in these feel amazing. They are fun and cool and they make you want to drink more water, which is always good, right? So uh, we have some cool stuff over there, and I still have the store open. That's just, I'm not going to go into it too much more, but that's where you can get the hematite bracelets. You can get stones over there. We're constantly adding new stuff, um, and that's at spiritualgurubox.com. So hope you enjoyed the show. I will be back. I will still be doing this for a little while until I can get two more questions, and then I need to be doing some new ones uh, soon on energy and the moon and moon children and things like that. So I'll still be doing my other stuff. Until next time, have an amazing day. Aloha.